Bill O'Reilly here, Wednesday, February 3rd, 2021. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening today in America. Donald Trump reveals his impeachment defense strategy. Cable news ratings collapse under President Biden. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos steps down. The CDC says 60% of nursing home workers refuse to take the virus vaccine. Actor Denzel Washington defends America's police and military. Also ahead, who is the most powerful woman in the country? But first, Donald Trump's legal team officially responding to the articles of impeachment passed by the House of Representatives, claiming the entire exercise violates the Constitution because Mr. Trump can no longer be removed from office. Attorneys for the former president also say his belief that the 2020 election was stolen is protected by the First Amendment, which, of course, it is. Primetime ratings for every cable news channel plummeting after Inauguration Day. Viewership at CNN dropped a staggering 44% in a week. MSNBC down 20%, followed by Fox down 6%. All outlets are hoping next week's impeachment trial will lift them up, but in the long run, the cable news industry is in dire trouble. Jeff Bezos, Amazon's founder and chief executive, handing over the reins of the e-commerce giant this summer after 27 years running the company. Bezos is ranked the second richest person on the planet, net worth $182 billion. Amazon first launched as an online bookstore for college students back in 1994. The Centers for Disease Control in Atlanta, reporting about 60% of workers at the nation's nursing homes, refused to take the vaccine. 38% of the staffers and 78% of residents have already received the medication. Owners of the facilities are considering a vaccination requirement for all employees by the end of this year. A-list actor Denzel Washington standing up for America's police officers and soldiers, telling Yahoo News, quote, I have the utmost respect for what they do, for what our soldiers do. I just don't care for people who put those kinds of people down. If it weren't for them, we would not have the freedom to complain about what they do. Good for Mr. Washington. In a moment, the most powerful woman in America, and it's not Kamala Harris. Right back. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Many Americans believe Vice President Kamala Harris is now the most powerful woman in America, but she's not. That title goes to President Biden's top domestic advisor, Susan Rice. She was born November 17, 1964, in Washington. That makes her 56 years old. Dr. Rice graduated from National Cathedral High School in D.C., was an undergraduate at Stanford University, received a B.A. in history, as I did. Then she became a Rhodes Scholar at Oxford University. She got a master's degree in philosophy, then went on to get a Ph.D. in international relations, which is why we call her doctor, again from Oxford. So she's smart. In 2005, Dr. Rice joined forces with then-Senator Barack Obama as an advisor. She became close friends with 
Mr. and Mrs. Obama. Then Obama became president and appointed Susan Rice U.S. ambassador to the U.N. She became very controversial when she misled the world over the Benghazi attack that killed four Americans, including the Libyan ambassador, Chris Stevens. Remember that? Ms. Rice went out and said the attack was ignited by a video that was not true. It was ignited by terrorists who planned it well in advance. But Susan Rice recovered from that. And now President Biden has appointed her top domestic advisor for the entire country. In that job, she lays out Mr. Biden's vision and controls information flow to him. That is an extremely powerful job. Some believe the Obamas suggested that Susan Rice get that job, and I believe that as well. Why? Because Joe Biden is heavily dependent on Barack Obama for what he does. I'm not saying the former president runs the country, but I am saying that most of President Biden's advisors worked for Barack Obama, and Susan Rice is one of his best friends and is on the phone with him all the time. So do the math. Connect the dots. Barack Obama has a lot to say behind the scenes about how this country is being run right now. Joe Biden, in my opinion, is a figurehead. He's not writing those executive orders. There's no way he's doing that. He stepped in. He started to fire out these EOs. It changed the complexion of America as far as policy is concerned in two days. Do you think Joe Biden at age 78 did that? He did not. Those executive orders and Joe Biden's policy in general are directed to him by former members of the Obama administration. That is the truth. Now, the Biden people will never admit that, but why would Susan Rice, who is an expert in foreign policy, be the top domestic advisor? You know why. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve the message by writing it. Disagree? I'd like to hear from you. Bill at BillOReilly.com. In a moment, something you might not know. Now, the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. The fastest-growing region in the USA is the Sun Belt, stretching from southwest Arizona to the Carolinas. But one state is outpacing them all, Florida. Since the 1990s, the Sunshine State's population has increased by 15% every decade. Four million folks made the move to Florida in the last 10 years. Four million. While the data is murky, researchers believe another one million people relocated to Florida during the COVID pandemic, most from New York and New Jersey. According to polls, the biggest factor for folks moving south is the economy. Growing sectors include financial services, aviation, agriculture, and tourism. More than 150 million people visited the region's beaches and theme parks in 2019 before the pandemic, spending almost $100 billion and generating 2 million jobs. 
Taxes, also a major motivator in the Sun Belt. Florida ranks 48 out of 50 states for average citizens' tax burden. A person living in California or New York, for example, earning $75,000 would pay those states about $12,000. That figure drops to $1,000 in Florida. So you save a lot of money. Second biggest reason for folks to make the trek down south is the weather. The yearly temperature, a mild 65 degrees with the thermometer hitting an average of 90 during the summer months. Make no mistake, Florida is hot, both literally and figuratively. But Florida routinely ranks in the top 10 happiest states. And here's something else you might not know. It isn't all sunshine down south. Despite its rapid rise in popularity, Florida has some of the highest crime rates in the country. The region is used as a launching point for drugs entering the USA from the Caribbean and South America, also a major hub for human trafficking and money laundering. According to a survey from WalletHub, data indicates a combination of violent crime, natural disasters like hurricanes, and drug addiction makes Fort Lauderdale, Florida, the most dangerous city in America. Back after this. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.